Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <laughs> okay, I said all week the 49ers were, and I use this word, significantly better than the Eagles and would win easily. I also stand by what I've said from the start of the season. The Cowboys are better than the Eagles, as they will prove next Sunday night at Jerry World and be tied with the Eagles at 10-3. and three. As I've said again and again on this show, the Eagles' defense is way overrated. It's now 24th in points allowed. Yesterday in Philly, in just the second through the fourth quarters, the 49ers rolled up 462 yards just in the last three quarters, scored touchdowns on six straight possessions, and won 42 to 19. So, Keyshawn, you did, you did pick the Eagles mm. in this game. Indeed. What did you see on Sunday? Well, I saw a loss just like you. Skip. Okay. What but kind outside, of a loss? But outside of that, one, let's start with Philadelphia. When you inside against this type of team in the red zone, you can't come away with three. Three and three. You've got to yep. score. Yep. Okay, because if you are kicking field goals and it's six to nothing, guess what we're thinking on sideline? We're up by one. Because <laughs> yeah. all we got to do is go down and score, kick a field goal, it's seven six. Which That's exactly immediately right. happened. Immediately yep. happened. Mm -hmm, it did. So they was behind the sticks to begin with. Mm -hmm. Then once they got Brock Purdy, which if I had an MVP vote right now, I'd probably have to put his name in it. I have to... Check that box. Okay. He just, I mean, that's just what it is. Brock Purdy played extremely well. Philadelphia You're Eagles. talking about MVP of the NFL. Mm -hmm. MVP like, of the okay. NFL. Because right. you didn't right. even have him in if your you, top If you asked me this five, week. six weeks ago, I'm like, no, nah, heck oh, no. Nah. But based on the way that he played in this particular game, although he got help from Debo Samuel on the shallow Did cross, he? out the gate, 47-yard touchdown. Oh. Nobody wanted to tackle Debo in the second, third wave. Nobody so when you look at that, that, he certainly – Brought something to the table for Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy flawless in the game. He ran the ball through the ball. I mean, it just was a different situation. They got after the Philadelphia Eagles, no question about it, on the defensive side of the ball. They slowed down mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 45 times, something I don't want to see. They did not run the ball worth the sniff. Why that is, I have no idea. Is it because Johnson, the offensive coordinator, elected that maybe – their secondary is more vulnerable than their front seven. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're going to mm -hmm. try and throw the football, mm -hmm. although we, when they pin their ears back because they're up. San Francisco is a get-up team, play from ahead and not from behind. Behind is not six to nothing. Behind is down mm -hmm. double digits. Fair I enough. think we've been talking yeah. about that all year long. Yep. Philadelphia just didn't play well. Mm -hmm. I understand the way you and Michael may feel about this situation because – the 49ers went into Philadelphia, something that the Cowboys were not able to do. Mm -hmm. And they hung 42 on them just like they did to the Cowboys. So you're looking at this as 
Oh, my God. Oh, we got a chance to win the division. You may have a chance to win the division. It's going to come up next week. We'll, we'll see. Let's, we'll get there. But as of right now, okay. Philadelphia needs to make some adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. They've got to figure out how to slow people down, how, how to stop the bend, don't all of a sudden you break. Because they were playing bend, don't break. Give you all the way down into the red zone, then clamp down, come and get you, force you to kick field goals. That didn't happen yesterday against the 49ers. Mm. You win, I lose. That's all I can say. You win, I lose. Yay. I think you're taking it much harder than you're you're indicating. No, I say you win, I lose. Mm -hmm. I pick Philadelphia to beat the San Francisco 49ers. I think we had another. Mostly, yeah. I I literally just said, you win, I lose. And I pick Philadelphia with my heart. You versus did. my uh, head I because you I can't stand you. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. I can't. Thank Thank you. You. I just can't. Confession. I, I don't have a problem. It's cleansing I'm guilty. the souls. I'm, but I, and I am picking Philadelphia next week to go into Dallas Are you and really? rebound. Again? Absolutely. Yes, you haven't learned your lesson nope, yet? No, I haven't learned. I'm hard-headed. <laughs> well, I, listen, now, I, I see on Philly side, I see a different thing here. You know, because I, 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 I sat here last week last week, and I was like, mm, this, I love this team. There's no way you're going to beat this team. That's why and I even you gave said you, you, you've never been more torn. More torn, yeah, because yeah. I love, I, I, let me fix that, I love the heart that I saw in this team. I love the drive that I saw with this team, the determination to win a, cha- a, a, win a championship and get back to the Super Bowl, and, and, and that's still there. Key, when I looked at this game, going into this game, I was so vexed by it because I knew I saw that heart but I also knew what they'd gone through. I told you about winning games like that emotionally and how hard it is to rebound from it emotionally. Then as I prepare for my other show, I'm seeing everything. They played 95 plays the week before. So I'm saying I believe Philly was, was, was a little tired. So that's not a true barometer of where Philly is. And, 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 and I, I believe if they see them again, they, Philly will play them better because coming off what Philly was coming off of and they're playing 95 snaps against the Bills while the 49ers are resting for 10 days and then they come in and here's the kicker. They come in at their best. Why were they at their best? It's because of what I told y'all. The 49ers got back the heart and soul of their football team, which is that dude right there. That dude right there, right there, right there. Huh? You can throw all the balls you want to Brandon Ayoub. You can, uh, you, you can hand all the balls you want to Christian McCaffrey, and, and, and it'll look one way. When Debo Samuel come in this football game, and he's healthy, and they put him in the mix like they did yesterday, I was happy to see. Ooh, we hit him. You cut him. Philly, they bleed. They're human. But then I said to myself, Debo Samuel makes Sam Fran looks inhuman, you know, and we got to go through both of them. So happy that by the time Philly comes to Dallas, you'll have a chance at first place, Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But also, also, boy, you're going to have to deal with that San Francisco 49ers team sooner or later. So I was bouncing back and forth. I, I, I think Philly, I, I got I to put a lot on what they had gone through again going up to that game. I got to give San Fran all the credit in the world. They had to. They had to win that game. That's why I finally came down to the determining factor that I got to pick the San Francisco 49ers 
because they had to win that game to prove to themselves that what happened in the championship game was not really them. Mm. Okay, so you give Dallas maybe a little better shot against Philadelphia, but you give Dallas a worse shot against San Francisco no. if it comes well, to that. Well, in let, the let, me see, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I get Dallas a better shot. San right, right. But, right. but, but, but what, what I saw with uh, San Fran, San Fran had too many plans of attack for the Eagles' defense. Early on, the Eagles had them in check, but then they just started opening up that offense too many. Now, what is Dallas? Dallas right now have so many plans of ways of attacking you right now with Brandon Cooks playing the way he is, the running game coming. So I took that and extrapolated and said, hmm, we can do this too. We can put up 42 points like the 49ers mm. did. Okay. Oh, against gather, Philly. Because you was gathering information. As, gathering information. Hey, but I'm so glad. Boy, class is in session. And you gathered information too yesterday. We all did. Okay. So I'm going to say it again. The Eagles' defense is gettable. It yes. is torchable. And it's going to find that out again, even with a little more rest going into next Sunday night, because it's the night game at Jerry World. The Dallas Cowboys will go up and down the field against that defense. They actually went up and down the field in the fourth quarter at Philadelphia because Dak threw for 173 yards in the fourth quarter alone, mm -hmm. while Jalen threw for a grand total of three yards just in the fourth quarter. But they won because I kept saying it, it's like they're on borrowed time. They luck out. They, they Dak stepped just barely out of bounds on a two-point try, or we might be having a different conversation. Schoonmaker, the rookie from Michigan, he, his knee comes down one inch short of the goal line, or we'd have a different conversation. They were on borrowed time for four straight weeks, and yesterday they just got smashed by the team that was out of their league. The 49ers just outclassed them in every way, shape, and form, to Keyshawn's point, after the first quarter in which they could not cash twice. Maybe if they'd cashed twice and it was 14 to nothing, maybe they could make that stand up, but I doubt it because the 49ers are just way better than them across the board. And the tone got set by Debo, your man Debo. After the championship game last year, he went on a podcast and he called Bradbury trash. And when he was asked this week, do you stand by what you said? He said, yes, I do. I said it and I meant it. And he would not back off it. And I think he proved it yesterday. Maybe he wrote himself a check he had to cash. But there was Look that. Right yeah. Well, okay, so there was an early third quarter no, incident. And we're going to dive more deeply into it a little later in the show. But this Dom DeSandro, the head of security for the Eagles, steps onto the field and gets into it with Dre Greenlaw, who'd already been flagged for 15 yards for unnecessary roughness because he body slammed Devontae Smith. And it was one of those incidents that got Dre Greenlaw tossed out of the game along with this Dom. He gets tossed also, but yeah. he doesn't play football, so mm -hmm. it didn't really matter. And I'm thinking, okay, oh God. is this going to be the oh moment where, right, where, where they suddenly just are, are ignited by it? Because the crowd went crazy. Dom's right. a cult hero there. And what happened? Debo immediately happened. He's like, it did no, I, I got this. Remember, no. they drove right down yeah. and scored, so yeah. it did ignite them. Yeah. But Debo put out that he fire. He put out that fire immediately because you want to talk about a force of nature. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen anything like it. For the first time I saw it up close and personal was against Dallas and right. two years ago in the playoff game when we just couldn't deal with him. You can 
toss it to him. You can reverse him. <laughs> you can flip it to him on little slants. And nobody, to your point, Michael, nobody wants to tackle him. Grown so, men look like kids on a playground. Yeah. That's he, they're they're just, afraid of him. They, they were afraid of him yesterday. So, again, I don't know how the Eagles can fix their defense on the fly. And for the first time after the game, I disagreed with Jalen Hurts because he wouldn't give San Francisco any credit. He said it wasn't about San Francisco. He said it was about us because we did not play to the standard, right. he said, meaning the Philadelphia yeah. standard. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, okay. Well, I disagree with that because I, I you could have played to whatever standard but you wanted to, it, and you're, you're going to get blown off the field because you're just not as good as but they think are. Think about it, though, Skip. Just think about it for a minute. There's a difference, as I said to you before. When you're down 14-0 versus 6-0, there's a huge difference because all of a sudden, psychologically, both defensively and offensively, you're calling things different. Now Shanahan is going to something that says, we're behind. I got to call it this way. Opposed right, to right, right. calling it as if we're up by one. That, that's, that's the difference on the sideline with play callers. And they didn't cash in to Jalen Hurts' point. It's not because San Francisco. It's because we didn't do our job. You know, when you go look at the all 22 and they miss a tackle here, they miss a block there. They, they're looking at They said, if we'd have just did this, if we'd have did that, this would have been the outcome. Hats off to San Francisco. You can't take anything away from them. But I certainly understand, Skip, exactly what Jalen is saying. Yeah, me too. From that standpoint, when he said we didn't play the standard, I, I, I can narrow this. I can narrow this a little bit more here. I'm talking about Jalen and, and, and AB11 because Ward put it on AB11 down near that end yeah. zone that I thought was a difference. When you got down in the red yeah. zone, this was your issue. This was your issue. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand as big as AB is, why is he letting him to keep push him all the way out of bounds like that? It blows my mind. You, 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 got, you, you know gotta what? be in that. That's what I take that Jalen Hurts is talking about right here. Because you, 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 you're, it's called it's called patience, as you know. Yes, he was not patient at the line of scrimmage. Right. He's just running out there, right? Instead but, but, of just being patient and setting the dude up. If he sets him up and he's patient, he'll get an opportunity to score. But when you are impatient, right. first thing you think, I got to get the ball, get the ball. Because the go. other guy on the other side is number 19. Or the other guy on the other side is number 88 from the Cowboys. And I'm watching him go to work and I become impatient. And everything that I was trained to do by having patience to get open as a receiver, right. I lose that focus right. in, that, in this type of game. That's why you have to remain patient. When other people are getting mm -hmm. theirs on the other side, you got to remain patient. You cannot just run out there. Because now what you do is, you know, Michael, you close that line of scrimmage gap to the sidelines where you got a yard opposed to having four yards mm -hmm. for Jalen to throw the ball. I know exactly, without even seeing the video, right. I know exactly which route you're talking about. Because I right. said, the first thing what I said is, doing? why are we allowed? What are you I doing? didn't say it exactly like that, but I right. said some right. other stuff right. to go along with it as I was watching it. What and, are you doing? Right. And I take the patience. I take the patience. But also, I need you to be patient and then go at him. Yes. See, so what I'm saying is, what are you tired and don't, and don't want this work right here? I don't want this smoke because I, I'm not letting him push me to that little sideline that you're talking about, Key. I'm running. I'm going to be patient, patient. Then I'm running right up on him, and then the ball fades me out. You run right on, and you let the ball fade you away from it. That technique was not the standard. 
That's what Jalen is talking about. When you expect him to win these games, one-on-one competition, I, I would have said they could have tush pushed a couple of times and got in the end zone, but they didn't. They said, we're going our best guy. And they took an opportunity at him, and he has to come he, up. He still caught eight for a buck. Eight, eight for I, I know a, a what he buck, called. I know what he called. But you already said it. Yeah. I, it was this area. You can catch up and down that football field. I need you to do this right here in this area. And Philly would could have had a different outcome. Is all I'm saying. Okay. No, My I'm question not. is: When have the Eagles ever played to any standard on the other side of the ball? Again, 24th in points allowed. They are now the worst third down defense in all of football. The word, they're 32nd and last. In, in takeaways, they have only 14 on defense, 14 defensive takeaways, which ranks 23rd. It's just not good enough. Yet, no, Keyshawn, you're right. you no, won't. You're right, you're right Skip, okay. because if you go back and you think about, the, I think it was fourth and one, and Debo Samuel ran an under route, or yeah. maybe it was a slant, I don't remember, fourth and one, but they were on San Francisco's own 38-yard line or something like that. And they went for it and got it. I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to go the way Philadelphia wants it to go at all today. Okay, but all I hear about is Hassan Reddick, who's had his moments against our Cowboys. And all I hear about is Jalen Carter, who had a couple of moments yesterday, but only a couple. The totality of their defense, their unit, is so torchable. And nobody seems to recognize it or plug into it. And yet the spread on Sunday night's game at Dallas is Dallas only by three points. So – the oddsmakers are still giving Philly a whole lot of respect. Yeah, Too and, much respect. Right, and because they know they played 95 snaps. Or, give it, or, 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 or not respecting it. Dallas. You could one. argue. What? You could argue. Because I've <laughs> seen something out of Vegas that does not have the Cowboys in the top five to go to the Super Bowl. Huh. Uh, uh, listen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Guy, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I think you might have seen the same thing I, I've seen. I have seen yeah, it. Yeah, but, which but, is weird to me, but. Okay, you, know. you, you are still picking Philadelphia. Yeah, and I guess, I is it with your heart or your head this time? A little bit of both. A little yeah, bit of both. And, and, and I'm trying to help him. But let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to help you because I, really, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put Philly down as much as others are for losing this game. Because I, I saw early on what a fresh Philly could do, too. Now, that first quarter, Philly was a little bit better, and they were fresh. And what they were doing on that defensive line, they were attacking, attacking. See, if ever you're sitting back against this kind of offense, I remember when Charles Haley came over to Dallas. That's the one From San Francisco. Did. Charles Haley from San Francisco came over. He used to tell us, you got to attack that offensive line. You can't let them get in all those little movements they're doing in the angles. In that first quarter, you saw them attacking. Philly was breaking. San Fran had nothing. Yeah. Philly was breaking. And then they got tired. I, I imagine those big guys got tired. And then I, I, I text my producer. I said, man, they're starting to get their edges. Once they get those edges, it's over. You're going to see all these reverses and jet sweeps, and you can't stop none of it because you don't know where it's coming Skip. from, and you get caught up in the eye gate of it. But Philly early on matched up well with San Francisco and was stopping that offense. Skip, how does this help the Dallas Cowboys? Because I just told you how it helped the Dallas no, Cowboys. No, I'm asking Skip. I didn't ask you. I asked Skip. But it's the same team. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. I'm asking Skip. How does this help the Dallas Cowboys? Because... San Francisco put 42 on both. Mm -hmm. That means that they beat both. You're going to have to go to San Francisco, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Well, you don't know that for a fact. That's why I said I'm assuming. I'm just thinking with the way San Francisco's played the last three games, Mm -hmm. that they're probably going to be the number one seed potentially if Philadelphia may hold on, but who knows. 
but you may have to go to San Francisco to play them because okay. it won't be in Jerry's world. Okay. H how is this going to help y'all? I can't wait. I've told you before, I, I, I would relish a third times the playoff charm opportunity to go back to San Francisco where we were last year at the end of the year. Go look at the numbers from that game. It was 19 to 12. We held them to 19 points, not 42, 19 in a playoff game. And my quarterback did not play very well. He threw it to them twice and we had three turnovers and we couldn't dig out of that hole. 19 to 12. I believe we can reverse that score. I believe we can go out there and beat them because we have reverse taken the off. score 19, 42 for y'all, 19 yeah. for them? Yeah, I believe. Well, oh, I just man, think I, I, I got a good. Come on, Skip, take no. us to break, man. No. Come on. I'm you, ready. You, I am you ready. Now. I, I nope. tried to give you an opportunity to be smart. My team has taken off. <laughs> I, I tried right to give you an opportunity. We are up from the ashes of 42 to 10. Tell me there's not a hotter quarterback and a hotter team in pro football than Dallas. We just is saw right him now. play last night. Yeah. Or yesterday. Okay. The dude Brock Purdy. Yeah. The we team just saw him. That lost three in a row. I don't know how that was that. seven weeks ago, okay. Skip. This was ten weeks ago, it was forty two to ten. Okay, up next we gotta talk about the game last night. Jordan Love outplayed Patrick Mahomes last mm. night, but then did the Chiefs get robbed? We debate next. No Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, let's get back to the National Football League because there was a wild finish at Lambeau last night featuring three controversial calls in the Chiefs' final drive with the chance to send it to overtime with a touchdown and two-point conversion. But Green Bay won 27-19 as Jordan Love outplayed Mahomes by throwing three touchdown passes without an interception to Mahomes, one touchdown and one fourth-quarter interception. Here come the Packers. There go the Chiefs. But, Richard, did the Chiefs get robbed? I mean, the same thing that can make you laugh, Skip. It yep. can make you cry. Yep. Um, I don't think they got robbed. I, I think at the end of the day, they didn't play well enough to win the ball game. They, their players would tell you that. Their coaches would tell you that. I mean, and that's the truth of the ball game. Sure, there's a few calls at the end. The pass interference is probably pass interference. The unnecessary roughness wasn't unnecessary roughness. So, I mean – but the refs have been terrible all season. So, yeah, that's the expectation now. I mean, it, it, it's like the three blind mice throwing darts against the board sometimes when they're out there. You're not going to get consistency. You're not going to get uh, – that's an obvious bad call. But they're, they're probably thinking, well, we just saw Valdez-Scantling drop the ball last week. He probably wasn't catching it anyway. So, so, I mean, at the end of the day, the Chiefs know they didn't play well enough to win this ball game offensively. Their defense that has been the strength of their team this year didn't play well enough to get this win. So, I mean, no, they didn't get robbed. Mm. I, I understand, Sean, when you said he didn't get robbed. Now, but, but we can't have the ref making decisions on one end, and, 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 nor can we have those dudes that's wearing suits in a, in a room making decisions. On the other hand, yep. we want the players on the field to make the decisions 
on the field about who should, who's winning the game and who's moving forward and get a chance to play in those championships. So, so I say, you know what, as a receiver, and yes, maybe it is, I'll call it pass interference, but it's, it, it, they didn't get lost or get job because I don't know what Kansas City Chiefs are right now. Yeah. You don't know. So we, we, we want to assume, oh, you get that pass interference right there, you win the game. But you, you, you're, you're attaching that to what you've seen years and years and years with the Chiefs. You're not attaching it to what you see right now with the Chiefs. So I'm not going so far and take all of the credit away from Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers by saying that one play that the ref right there, they they, all that hard work they did is out the window. Mm. No, no, no. And now we're realizing the real facts of the reality. You know, just like I want Scandalin to get that opportunity. I have to be, because I'm a wide receiver. You can't just keep getting rid of us, guys like this, guys with real talent, and think you will keep fitting anybody in, and you're going to stay on the top of the mountain. Mm. That's all. I'm just saying, I'm sad to see the Chiefs look like they look, because mm. I saw what they looked like before. I like having greatness. I like having dominance and something to chase, something to say, wow, that's different. Okay. That's one of the Yeah, Michael. I like having that. So I, I don't feel they got job at all. I ain't, there's no telling what they could have done if they had gotten that PI. Okay, Michael, before we break down each of these controversial calls, to your bigger picture point, I thought last night for the first time, and, and maybe this has been escalating all year, that they just they missed Tyreek. They don't have Tyreek. They got away with it last year because Juju Smith-Schuster came in and, and filled part of the role for them. I, I give it up. They went and won the Super Bowl without Tyreek. But this year, they look a little lost without Tyreek, maybe because Kelsey gets a little beat up and he's not quite as um, hard to, to find. A couple times last night, he was just wide open, but he ended up just catching four balls for 81 yards. So he didn't kill I can't, so put, this him, I can't you know? put it on no. Kelsey. When, 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 when they know you are the only thing yeah. that they have to worry about, you're thing. going to get beat up. I said that before. He's going to have one of the longest seasons he's ever had before because that's only focus. Okay. All right. Now, back to these calls and to Richard's point. I, I was just ashamed for the officials last night because – it went from bad to worst because the first play is the Mahomes scramble play. He's obviously a ball carrier. He's trying to get an extra yard. He's not going to slide. He's, he's going to run as far as he can run before he goes out of bounds. And he gets hit like football players hit football players, and they throw a flag because he's the quarterback. And some referee just panicked and thought, you can't hit a quarterback. Yeah, you can. If, if he gives himself up as a runner, as a ball carrier, why can't you hit him on the sideline? And especially at that marker. Yeah. You either got to go out of bounds right okay. here or I, because you got to protect that marker right okay. here. Okay. You got to protect the right. marker. So I thought they completely missed that call. And then can you argue the next one was a makeup call? I don't know. I just thought this was a gag job by whichever back judge or, uh, I mean, uh, downfield judge uh, referee did this. Look. If, if Mahomes gets... No, this one. Yeah, this one. It's just yeah. outrageous pass interference. And, now... Well, okay. he's looking back, too, now. Okay. Not, not, no, but he, he's running up his back. But the whole idea, like they always say, Sherm, this is your job here. This is what you do. They always say, as long as the DB's looking back, then it, it, it's like he has a right to go for that ball, too. Yeah. You see what... It, right. You know what I mean? So that's, that's why... 
That's why with that one, I, it takes me back to 94 all the time. I'm going to tell you something. I think about the play every day. Every, the 94 play with Deion Sanders, I say to myself, Michael, that's on you. I should have gone up at that ball, you know, turned myself, so turned myself to catch the ball front ways, and I thought it would declare the pass interference. I thought here... By the way, he Deion got away also. with arm-barring you. Arm-barring yeah. yeah. Right, arm-barring You barring. couldn't get your but, arm up. Right, and I couldn't get my arm up, but I thought the whole while if I had turned and caught it. Eat right here because we know what has happened. You're not totally confident in yourself because you've already been here. I, I, felt, I right. felt the same thing. If he attacks that ball... It's more, it's more clear, more clear that maybe it's P.I., but the, the DB had a chance and, to go get the football, too. And, and to your point, Irv, it, it's no guarantee y'all win that game. Y'all down eight. Y'all down eight. Y'all haven't played well the whole game. Y'all right. only had 19 points to this point. Right. You need a touchdown and you need two. You need just two. To tie just to tie. Just to give yourself a chance. Right. All right. It, so it's, look at this play one more time. But the old Kansas City yeah. Chiefs would have done all of that. But they're not yeah, that. Right. And that's, what's right. every, that's what everybody has an issue right. with. If Mahomes had thrown this pass three or four yards farther, Scantling, Valdez Scantling had right. a step. Right. Is it right. possible he just runs through it and does what he didn't do at Kansas City against the Eagles? Is it, is it possible he just <laughs> runs through it and catches it for a touchdown? It's possible because he had to slow up, which almost always causes some kind of catch-up pass interference because you just run up on the receiver's back. Right, but if he's not looking back, then you automatically call it. But yeah. if he's looking back, you can say he's running for the ball. See, the reason yeah. they say you have to look up, that means I'm not targeting the, the wide receiver. I'm looking for the football. And if we clash going for the football, right. that's a difference. Yeah, all right, now let's go to the Hail Mary throw. It, it wasn't clear to me on the first replay, but on the back angle replay, Kelsey gets shoved in the back, and it does push him out of the play. But Richard... How do you how do you play Hail Marys? Is it just anything goes? Is it just all bets? Oh, are anything off? goes in Hail Mary. I mean, yeah. you can't tackle anybody, but pushing and shoving is what they're gonna allow you to get away with. Like, okay. They'll well, allow receivers to get away with it, DBs to get away with it. They're not calling a pass interference on a Hail Mary unless you blatantly tackle somebody to the ground. Okay, right. Richard, would you push and shove in those situations? Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. Game on the That's line. I'm, I'm doing what's necessary to get that ball on the ground. Um, and that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's moving right. and pushing and shoving. And everybody's looking for the football. Back to what I just told you. See, that's why they're not going to call this. Everybody's looking for the football. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're just only pushing you. As long as they're looking up, everybody has a right to go and get the football. That's not going to get called. Yeah. The, the classic one for me was the throw that Brady made at the end of the Philadelphia Super Bowl when they lost, what was it, 40 to 33? And he, he threw a Hail Mary to Gronk in the end zone, and they just, they're all over Gronk. They're just pushing and shoving him. They're, they're basically yanking on him because you can, and nobody's ever right. going to call that. Okay, so in the end, was, was Kansas City technically robbed? Yeah, you, you can make a case because they would have it first and goal at the five-yard line, but now to Richard's point, can you, A, get it in the end zone, and A, get it in the end zone again on the two-point try because they had just tried one to Pacheco. It was a weird play because they handed it to him, let him try to break it wide, and it just got stuffed. So I, I don't know. It's not a done deal. It's not a guarantee anymore with this team because this team is really struggling on offense, which I did not see coming. Which is a bad right. thing. I mean, you, got, you need the players to make it work. You need, you need talent. You need speed of re receiver. And you need reliable 
catchers. Every every week you you try to depend on somebody else, whether it's Watson or now it's Rashi Rice or then yeah. it's Valdez Scantling. Yeah. Or, you know, and none of them are real true guys that you can depend on week in and week out. That's the value of a true number one receiver. All right. Jordan Love, to me, by the week, it, looks more good. and more like it's a franchise good. quarterback. He just looks right. like he's a keeper it's and good. a winner. And I love the way he plays in fourth quarters. He makes thought he took a late sack that he shouldn't have. But he's this is his first year starting. I, I think he's playing at a higher and higher level. You seeing it, Michael? Yeah, and he is and, and growing quickly and everything, getting, get, getting in a situation. And I told you guys here now. That relationship with him and that watching kid right now, it is growing and it is getting somewhere. I mean, this is going to be for a long time, for a long time. Yeah. One of those great combinations. Yeah. Green Bay, I, 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 you, you, you found your next quarterback. And I, I mean, that's just an amazing thing when you think about it, Green Bay. They were going to go from Brett Favre yeah. to Aaron Rodgers to yeah. this young kid who looks pretty good right now. Outplaying Patrick Mahomes yesterday. He's yeah. since week seven. Since week seven, he's only second to my guy, Dak Prescott, in wow. touchdown passes okay. right now. So wow. he is playing out of his head. We keep looking at young guys like this and saying, oh, okay, does he deserve to stay? Is he earning the right for the team to continue to fight good for him? Yeah. And I'm saying absolutely he's earned that right. And, he's playing good. And by the way, they've playing won well. three straight games. No Zaire Alexander right. on defense and no Aaron Jones on offense. Let them get healthy and let's yeah. see what they look like. Yep. Yeah. Rashawn Gary looks legitimate and he's playing like one of the best in the league right now. Too. There you go. Yeah. But that Chiefs defense did look, I, that surprised me too, the way they were running right over that Chiefs defense. Ooh. We talked about that. And, they and saying they got, they got a chance because yeah. they got the defense. Yeah. They got a chance. They got defense. Nope. Not that I, I didn't see that yesterday. All right. In a moment, we're about to take a left turn into the NBA and what happened Saturday night. We're about to debate what Ime Udoka called LeBron James. Whoa. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. 
Man, Rockets coach Ime Udoka unloaded on LeBron during the fourth quarter of Saturday night's game here in L.A. with the Lakers leading 93-77. to Udoka told LeBron to quit crying, called him soft, and pretty much called LeBron a fake tough guy. It started when Udoka said to LeBron, quit crying like bitches, man. LeBron responded by repeatedly telling Udoka to quit using the B word so loosely, quote unquote, and that we're all grown men out here. LeBron told Udoka that bitch word ain't cool. Then Udoka, with a referee listening in, called LeBron soft with some harsh language and added, stop bitching, acting like you're going to do something. That was it. Referee JT Orr called the tech on Udoka, ejected him because that was his second of the game. Or also gave LeBron a tech. Then after the Lakers won by 10, Udoka told the media to kind of get punked by a team that's not known for physicality or punking people is not a good sign. Keyshawn Johnson, longtime Laker fan that you are, you and Richard both, what, what do you make mm. of all this? Well, you go, look, there's always confrontation on sidelines with coaches and players and back and forth and trash talk that goes on. Um, I, I would like to have heard the full uh, uh, conversation, the back of I would I wanted to hear. As far as them tossing one another out for foul language, I mean, the referees heard worse than that, I'm sure. So I don't know right. if that was all that was, I don't know, displayed to us in a post-game press conference. We didn't get it all. I wish we could have got it all. I, I um, think it's pretty much out there yeah, if you want to yeah. go yeah, on the internet. But, but, but yeah. you yeah. don't you get it. the full conversation. The, 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 the footage know. that I got, I can barely hear. Well, it requires some lip reading on email. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not a professional lip reader, yeah. so to speak, Skip. But I would have liked to have heard the full context of the conversation, just everything. Because you, it, people have exchanges. So to toss two dudes, I understand maybe you give them technicals. And, and Udoka's second technical, yeah. so he gets tossed. But to toss them is just so it's just a okay. little weird to me. Now, Ime says that the Lakers are not known as a tough team. We all have said there's some there's not like an enforcer on the Lakers squad. That guy was Patrick Beverly to a degree, and even Westbrook to a degree when he was there. That that had that you know I don't know that that tough guy type mentality. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to be a winner to to be you know to be a fake tough guy. You, <laughs> what do we need that we want? Authentic. And I think in this, this situation, is... <laughs> Richard, we get authentic mm -hmm. versus somebody trying to act like they tough. Mm. As long as right. you don't, I guess, approach it in a way that would make you feel threatened, then everything is fine. It's just back and forward. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Right. I, I, I mean, the big deal for me is, is the disrespect. And, you, and you're not out there. And so that's the part that gets me. He's sitting there acting like he's tough. You ain't tough. You ain't tough. You're standing know. on that sideline under the protection of these referees in this stadium and these cameras. So you sitting, you could say, don't walk over here like you're tough, calling the B word, calling soft. But in a dark alley when it's just y'all two, are you approaching with the same energy? Not I would saying say James is going to I would say yes. Udoka is going to approach you with the same energy. Yes. Just so I, 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 I would I say know. he is. I don't no, know. I'm this telling is, you. This, I, I, I'm telling you. I'm telling I would you. say I, I, he would. I, I, okay. I, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I believe me. I hear y'all. But 
I'm sure Edoka has played LeBron James because he's been, yes. LeBron James has been in the league long enough to play. Were you approaching it with that same energy? Because if you were, he was probably punishing you. And so maybe Possible. that's a little yeah. bit of jealousy. Maybe. I don't like I don't like you coming with this energy like you somebody. You ain't nobody. You don't got no bars in this league. You ain't got no championships. You ain't got no championships. So when you're talking to a player and you're talking like that, like I couldn't imagine a coach talking to me like that in football because when players talk to you like that in football, that's the cool thing about this game. You talk like this in football, you're going to have to physically show me that you mean what you say. This is a physical sport. This is a combat sport. If I call you the B word, you get a chance to prove you not. Mm. In this in this instance, you calling him soft, you calling this, he beating your team. This is a finesse game. You're yep. not in boxing, you're not in football, you're not in hockey. Like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> All fair points, Richard. I buy where you're heading with that. But you have to understand when Ime did play, he wasn't a great player, he wasn't even a very good player, but he was an enforcer. Yeah. He's not as big as LeBron because he goes about six six maybe 225-ish, 230. What's LeBron? 6'9", 260. But, but he's a scrapper. Trust me. Yeah, he was a scrapper. He's a scrapper. In games that he played against LeBron, he was 2-6 and six in his playing career. But he was the right hand of God the Father Almighty, Pop, Coach Pop with the Spurs, my Spurs, during those two finals that he coached against LeBron. So he knows LeBron inside and out, and obviously he continues coaching against him now as the head coach in Boston and now in Houston. The point is that he does not have high respect for LeBron's toughness, his physical toughness, his, his sort of mental toughness under fire. And to me, to Richard's point, the three of us go back and forth and back and forth about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James and the GOAT debate. This is another reason why I, I can't even begin to acknowledge LeBron as being in the same conversation with Michael Jordan because, trust me, back in the day, no coach would have ever dared to speak to LeBron's face during a game <clears throat> like Emei did. You because, mean Michael's face? To, to, I'm sorry, to no, to... Yeah, to Michael's face. Yeah, yes. you mean, you yeah mean. I mean, I'm sorry, to Michael's face like this because you, 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 all hell would be unleashed on you because he might score 100 points on you. And if he didn't do it in that game, he'd score 200 the next game and 300 the next game because you just didn't mess with him because hell hath no fury like Michael Jordan unleashed on you. So the point was that I was shocked by it, but not surprised in the end because that's how Emei feels about LeBron James. That's the way a number of people feel, but Emei, at age 46, still has some player left in him, maybe to a fault, to Richard's point, because he doesn't play. But, but he's like basically saying, if you want to go right now, let's go right now. And if you, if you want to meet me in the dark alley after the game, I'll be there. And this is just me. If that ever ensued, not that I'm – Wishing for it or, you know, encouraging don't, it. Don't hey, even go there. Hey, Skip. well, I'm just saying my money would be I, on Emei. I'm taking Eme. LeBron. I'm taking Emei. I'm taking I'm going to take an out-of-shape coach <clears throat> over a fit athlete. Are you crazy? Emei looks in pretty look, good shape to me. That's just look, me. Look, he looks look, like Skip. a retired Skip. player, man, no, is what he looks Skip. like. This I like, but, but, but I just, I, I hear you, Skip, but he did play against him. Like, 
it, 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 you, you talking about a deal with very little to lose. You know what I mean? Like, that's sure. why you sitting there like, LeBron, you walking over here like you're going to, no, he can't do nothing. It's LeBron James. <laughs> it's King James. Anything he does for you is, is a sully of his reputation. It's going to be a headline. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. You just talking to him like this makes news. So, yeah, he going you protect it because he going to walk over there and regardless. Like, he got nothing to win in any kind of fight, any kind of confrontation. Anything he walks into is a lose-lose situation. So, yeah, you can sit there and talk to him. He walked up respectful. It looked like LeBron walked up respectful. He did. Hey, no, he was trying to tell him nicely. Hey, don't use that word. We grown men. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to disrespect you. Don't disrespect me because I'm not out here disrespecting your players. I'm not calling them that. We playing a game. I thought it was a, a travel. I'm going to say it's a travel. Like, when you call stuff, do I do I say, hey, stop beat, stop beat. Like, I, you know what I mean? But when you start a fake tough, I hate the fake tough stuff in sports because ain't nobody fighting out here. Ain't nobody fi no. fighting out here. You're not out here to fight. This is a basketball game. So shut up and coach basketball. Yeah, I, I don't know that Eme was trying to be fake tough, Richard. I don't, I don't think that that was the case, nor do I think he was trying to antagonize LeBron to physically have a physical confrontation. That, you got to remember, much like Skip just said, maybe he is in the... I used to play, and I'm not that far removed yeah, from being on the court. Yeah. So it's still kind of in my DNA to approach it a certain way. I don't think LeBron wanted to fight, and I don't think Emay wanted to fight, just because key, that's key, just they grown you men. You throw that B word out there. You throw yeah, that B word that, out there too many, many times. You know how many dudes <laughs> on the court go back and forth calling each other names? Worse than that. Yeah, I know, yeah. but that's the uh, word. Come on. That, that's worse the word than that, that you can, though, that, Skip? Could, People do that worse and, than and that. When you say that, when you say that, you saying, "Hey, there's a chance we can go, we can get physical right now." That is true. Yeah, see, I, when I you go there, you're crossing a line. Yeah. I don't look at it that way. I, I just don't. Um, I'm sure he's not the first person to say that to LeBron in the course of a basketball game. Well, time out. Sure. I, I got to point out, <laughs> Draymond got suspended during the NBA Finals in large part because he yelled that word at LeBron as they went up court, that, that's and then he saying. kicked him in the midsection. That, that's what right? I'm saying. Okay. So, and I'm sure LeBron done said it to somebody throughout the course of basketball, too. And then back to what you said about Michael Jordan, the TV cameras and the microphones and all that wasn't around in that day and age the way it's have evolved now, Skip. I could probably, without even factually knowing, could promise you that somebody that said that to LeBron, too, Michael Jordan before. I will bet you not. Oh, God. I will no, bet, I bet you not. Detroit Pistons I hold, I hold and Michael them, them High regard oh, no higher than you. Right. I hold him way at the top. I hope I hear from Michael today about anybody. Michael, would of you course. please let me know today if anybody you ever used the B word against you? You can't tell me the Pistons and, and, and Rodman and them dudes when they was over there wasn't saying things to him. That's the last word you, you want to use to him. Yo, you, I understand they, what you're they, saying. They weren't scared of him, Skip. I guarantee you that. that. They were horrified but not scared because they, they knocked him on his tail. That, that There's a whole book that was written about the Jordan rules. If he elevates, he goes down, right? Yeah, of course. Right. That was right. a, that so was a plan. If, 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 if I'm calling you that, Skip, and I'm knocking you to the ground, I'm not scared of you. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm literally showing you. Okay, but nobody's calling hey, him the B word. There, it, that's the manhood word. I that's guarantee. The I can okay. 100% I can, oh, I, without, Like I said, without me actually knowing... I can almost guarantee you that it's been thrown around around MJ at some point I know, in but his he's career. Just not that. You, you of can course, say, and neither okay. is LeBron. Come on, Skip. You don't know. 
That's the way a lot of people. You always they look at LeBron as a nice guy, a really nice guy. Good, and then you go way left. Keyshawn, did anybody ever call you the B word during a football game? Absolutely, hundred percent. Did you want to fight? Well, I just back and forward, man. I don't pay that type of stuff. Words, just again, don't touch me. Okay. You can say whatever you want to say. All right. Just don't touch Richard, me. anybody ever call you the B word? Yeah, yeah, but they had to prove it, Skip. And a lot of times they couldn't prove what, they couldn't put their money where their mouth was. And in <laughs> football, when you say it, I get a chance to physically impose my you will do. and physically, you know, that's a different kind of game. <laughs> it is.